It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We are kind of positive pet people here on the Hawk and Tom Show. Pro um, pets. Pro pets. I think overall, yes. Uh, some of us have taken longer to come around to it than others, Hawk. Yeah. But you are full on board with Otis now. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, Cato <laughs> had Daisy for the longest time. Bless her heart. Yeah. Uh, Tori has Coda. Yep. And I have Rico now. I have had two others in the past, Norbert and Dermot. Time out, Noah. You have Rico. You have your gecko. You have your snake. <laughs> you have your ferrets. I'm talking about dogs right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> but, but you know what? I guess you could mention all the other critters because they ask people about what they've done to make room in their lives for their pets. Okay. Yeah. And people, they said about seven out of ten of us have made a major life change for a pet. I don't know if I should admit this, but too late now. When John and I first started dating, he was very allergic to dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, they make medicine for that. I wish you the best. Wow. Yeah. And so what yeah. happened? Did he leave? No, he just right. had real itchy eyes for a little while. <laughs> then he got Tom. over it, huh? Well, no, but I thought he might have, you know, left and then come back come later. Back in yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, I thought that happened with you and your husband or something. No? You guys uh, We kind of dated other. in college, but it wasn't anything serious. And yeah. then you hard. got serious later. Yeah. I'd be the same way. I would, uh, you know, my Daisy came first. Really? And mm. yeah, I mean, before anything. Yeah. Yeah. Before family. Before friends. <laughs> Well, because you've known Daisy longer. If you continue, well, not been my mom, but, but, <laughs> but I'm saying you, you, you know, you she can't. She was my baby. You come along, mm-hmm. someone that's new in your life. You're like if they're in their your life for two years, then you might have different thoughts about that. If they Apparently keep not. and blowing their nose every time they're at your house, I thought you just wouldn't invite them over anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean they make medicine for all that, but they need you. You know, it's like a kid. You exactly don't take on right. the animal to be like yes. you're you're good. You got this. And what gets me is when you see people that are having to move. Yeah, and they're like, I need to get rid of my dog because where I'm going does not take pets. And I'm like, then find somewhere else. Yeah, right. and, and if that's ever happened to you, we're not talking about you. We're talking well, about somebody am. else. We're talking about the person next to you. <laughs> you got rid of a pet because you couldn't move with it. Now, there are some circumstances, I will say. But, but a lot it, of people, I think, didn't take on the pets seriously to begin exactly. with. Exactly. And that's a shame. But, but, you know, there's a lot of different people out there. Yeah. and. Mm-hmm. We're not here to judge, but we are judging. We're not. Actually, well, let's just talk about the positive okay. on this. 71% of owners say they've made a significant life change for their pet. The most common change we make is a tie between two things, moving into a bigger place for them or becoming more active. So people will get a pet, a dog, they'll take it for walks that they didn't normally do and they don't want to do, but they feel like they need to for their dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, as much as I love my animals, I would not do that. Well, you got little <laughs> ones. I mean, they can walk around the yard if they want to walk. Well, to some degree, but like <laughs> yeah. if my dog, he needs to go for a walk and my wife takes him for walks a lot. If I had to do it, I would get the golf cart out. Oh my and gosh. just roll yeah, along beside you him, you tie know? It, tie it to the back. <laughs> what <laughs> is that Chevy Chase movie? Oh, that like... was horrible. They left the tide on yeah. the back of the <laughs> trip. Oh, followed oh, for miles. Car, yeah. That was a joke. Please, nobody cancel me. Okay. Um, <laughs> they say other things that they've done. People have changed their work schedule so the animal's not home alone all day. Right. I, I used to work in Tampa. The radio station let you bring your dogs to work. And my dog yeah. came with me every day. Well, you know what? I've got uh, my neighborhood... Uh, uh, well, my neighbor, his son, will come over and let my dog out while I'm here at work sometimes. Oh, that's, no, that's nice. No one's at home, yeah. Oh, you've cool. made a huge life change for that. Well, as a babysitter, I pay him to do that. Okay. Yeah. Bring your puppy in. Well, yes. Last week, um, okay. I don't want to say who, but we had a, a co-worker who brought her big 
what was that, a bulldog? Yeah. He was huge. He was and, so uh, cute. He was funny. Yeah, you know what? My dog must have been hanging out with Tom's dog because he's in a bad hunching stage right now. <laughs> good. My dog hasn't yeah. been hunching lately. <laughs> I'm like, what, what happened? It came out of nowhere. I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, what? Where, what are you? Who have you been around to learn that? <laughs> you need to read up on dogs a little bit. They already know it. It's probably some dog in your neighborhood in heat that's causing them to go like crazy right now. I think it could be knows. a neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> relationships. We kind of mentioned this, but not even accepting someone in a relationship or ending a relationship because someone doesn't get along with your pet. How many right. people are up for that? What do you mean they'll by they'll that? They'll get rid of They They want to get in a relationship. They say, is there a percentage? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's uh, about 35%. That's high. Well, I've told y'all before, there was a guy that I was dating before, John, obviously, and Coda kept getting between us when we were on the couch. Did not like this guy at all. And I was like, you got to go. Wow. There's so you got- trusted your dog. Yeah, I mean, I, I trust dogs way more than I trust people. So if my dog doesn't like you, which he's kind of rude and doesn't like people anyway, but... Mm, good. <laughs> well, don't trust my dog around you. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> will you. Don't turn you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is crazy. Choosing whether or not to have kids. 32% said they have chosen to hold off on kids because of their pet. They didn't know if it would get along with the kids, and they didn't want to wow. risk it. Okay. That's a good... Mm. I don't know why. Yeah. I just assumed my dog would get along with my kids, and it did. It was like it would guard them and stuff. It was Aww. awesome. Uh, Pomeranian guard. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> thought he was guarding them. Sick him. And Good even boy. changing jobs. Uh, <laughs> seven out of ten people said they would be willing to take a pay cut if they were allowed to bring their dog or pet to work with them. Okay, no. Yeah, no. That doesn't make sense, because how would you give your dog a better life if you're taking a pay cut? Well, and if you're taking to work, they don't want to work either. But they're with you all day long. They would love to be with you all day long. Not Coda. I know. I kept trying to get Daisy to work. I'm like, I'm paying her bills. I tried to get my tax girl to write her off on my taxes as a dependent. Uh She's like, well, I'm going to have to have a social security number for Daisy. I'm like, two, three. (laughs) Wow. But uh, I miss my Daisy, and I'll get another pet. Once, one well, day, if you, right you know what? If you get lonely for a dog, you can come over to the house. All right, don't Sounds do it. Like don't I do it. Need to. <laughs> I mean, if you get lonely, just if you get lonely. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. I won't talk about your sleep habits. Of course, no, a lot of times, Tom and I will tell you how we get the better sleep with our sleep number mattress. Yep. Well, if you don't have that, maybe you could just sniff your lover's shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe partner or um, uh, yeah. significant other? Yeah, you're, you're a little <laughs> other. Getting a little too personal there for me. Well, that's what it says in the headline here. Well, you don't have to read the headline. Go ahead and give your partner's shirt a sniff, mm-hmm. apparently. They're dirty laundry. Yeah. You know, a lot of times that's how I find out it is dirty. I'm like, you see it laying there, and it's beside your bed, and you put it there, and you're like, well, have I worn, I think I've worn those once, maybe <laughs> twice. Let me sniff it and just see if it's okay to wear again. Really? Because for me, it's like, is it on a hanger in the closet? Ah, then it's clean. If it's not, I've probably worn it. Nah, you got to do the sniff test, because yeah. sometimes it's not worn enough <laughs> oh, to need to be washed. Yes, and then you really have to think about where you're sniffing it, too. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> see, and if it's crumpled up in a pile, I'm pretty sure... I'm not going to wear it either. But I wear jeans twice. So when I get home and take my jeans off, I'll lay them over this little love seat in my bedroom and then okay. I'll wear only them. twice where do you sniff them to check those <laughs> well I usually don't have to sniff those because I've known but if I if they then if, they, if they've been uh-huh. laying there uh-huh. for a while uh-huh. yeah. then I have to do the sniff yeah. test uh-huh. sorry you got me well in this research they found people who were exposed to their partner's scent overnight experienced better sleep quality even though their partner wasn't physically present 
Now, this is huh. a common thing. You even see yeah. it in movies where, like, a woman will put her husband's shirt on. Yeah. And yeah, just have yeah. that smell. Do you ever do that, Tori? No. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, he was out of town, and mm-hmm. I sprawled across the bed like a starfish and lived my best life. Wow. Wow. What? Lord, it's called marriage. You don't need all that, like, you know, lovey-dovey stuff. Honestly, <laughs> I think you need a counselor. <laughs> marriage <Been> counselor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you might want to try. There's some things you can do to make it more fun. Yeah, you've got to work at it a little bit. I think it's just we're comfortable with each other. But I think it is cute to see a woman wearing mm-hmm. her the big shirt that belongs to her boyfriend or husband and you know the guy wearing the pants right exactly. <laughs> it's just romantic right well, <laughs> and you know what like when they say also like a little puppy when it whines mm-hmm. uh you put your shirt in there you like oh, yeah, when yeah. you're gone oh, and the puppy that. stops whining and doesn't miss you as much of course puppies have a much higher developed sensory system with their nose than we do but it's still similar well, i see the point i think a lot of a lot of the animals and things people have better like women have better sniff qualities than we do yeah. as guys <laughs> i tried that with coda um because we had to leave him for a little while so we got someone to come watch him and i put one of my shirts in there he drug it out of his little bed and left it by the toilet. He was like, I do not want this. Yeah. I know. He's like, it belongs in the toilet. Did Probably. you smell it? <laughs> his old shirt. <laughs> so sniff your a partner's shirt, they say, is the same, gives you the same sensation as melatonin. Really? So it puts like, you to sleep. Yeah. Like, and you know, you're, you're, you can take supplements for melatonin because your body already produces that and it helps you sleep better and longer. Yeah, it's so. the latest craze i don't know in a, in a year or two i don't know whether or not people will still be raving about it oh really I, because it might be it, but i mean it's kind of like I, how I remember ginkgo coloba was going to help you remember stuff melatonin works i mean because I, I, I yeah, your body produces that, that. Mm-hmm. yeah so if you can't bring your partner next time go ahead and just take one of their shirts and just sniff it i'm gonna sniff his pits Ooh, that sounds really gross for his some armpits reason. always smell really good it's weird Okay, I know what it now. When you now guys I used to fit. tell me TMI all the time, <laughs> exactly. I know how you felt. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, exactly. she, Tori, you are like the female Tom. Whatever, y'all go sniff his pits. You'll agree. Well, study shows women have a superior <laughs> sense of smell. Women, women may be better at detecting smells, but men are much better at making smells. That's why we fit together so well. <laughs> yeah. They like to smell them. We like to make them. Yes. It's like the yin and yang of the universe, right? I did have an ex a long time ago said that I had a smell that was nice. Mm. My skin. And I'm like, really? I think my skin smells Just nice. A, really? sniff it. It smells like Cheetos. It smells like no, grease. I want to sniff it some skin. It's a, it's yeah, it's all right. It's a soapy, it's, clean. It's yeah. a fresh, clean, soapy smell. I think I smell better. Let Mine smell smells here. better. Well, now we've showered this morning. Yours yeah. smells yeah. like uh, cologne or something. It's, it's not cologne. It's got some kind of a more stronger scent. It's than mine. safeguard. Come back tonight and let's do that test and see if it still smells as fresh <laughs> right, and soapy. Right before bed. Yeah. <laughs> y'all are judging me for sniffing my husband's pits, but y'all are sniffing each other over there. That's our forearms. We're not sniffing pits. That's true. But that's uh, later. I'll sniff them if y'all want me to sniff your pits. Okay. Come on, we'll come over. <laughs> Honestly, though, what place where you work do your coworkers <laughs> sniff each other? Like, you know, come on over here, Larry. I'm going to sniff you this morning. What kind of soap is that, Bob? What kind of job is this? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. 
Well, we learned something from Tori a while ago. She said when her husband was out of town a few weeks ago, she absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they asked people, what's something you do differently when your husband or wife are out of town or away? I eat a bunch of cheese. I take up the whole bed when I sleep. Pretty much all the obnoxious things. You know what? They said, <laughs> I sleep much better when my spouse is away. Hmm. Because I'm usually next to a human furnace. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what size bed they have. Uh, yeah, I know. Because that's made all the difference for us. We got a king size bed, uh-huh. and now that we've got the sleep number mattress, it has the separate little. We can raise and lower stuff. So there is a tiny little crack between the two mattresses, and that way, when I get out of bed, it doesn't rock her side of the bed, and it really it makes it a lot better. Except for every now and then, when I want to like cuddle, I'll crawl over it and I'll <laughs> and fall in that little gap, yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, yeah. help. A lot of husbands said they don't like it when their wife is out of town if they have kids. Oh, sure, because then you are left with having to, like, babysit the whole time. (laughs) Responsibilities on you at that point. Oh, no, got to watch your own kids. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Babysit. (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of fellas mention that. Mm -hmm. All right, well, the things that we do differently when we're alone in the house. I think this is worth mentioning, though. Okay, go ahead. Women love to harass us when we say that, Mm -hmm. but they do that routine, and they know it, and we don't. So when we're forced into it, all of a sudden, we don't know what time they have to leave for this class class or school we don't know what they normally get packed in their lunch we don't know all those things and they do so it takes us three (laughs) or four times as long to do something that they've got down to a routine i mean they live in your house i feel like you should know some of that but you might know some but you're not as good and fast and it's just like if you had to suddenly start mowing the lawn you could do it but it would take you a lot longer because he knows where everything is well just like when she had the baby y'all had the baby she had to figure it out you figure it out yeah we do figured it out out, and now you're good at it and he's not so it's a lot more hassle so you're justifying why you don't want to babysit your own kids (laughs) exactly that's sad (laughs) okay i know single fathers who's raising two kids on their own that's me (laughs) i know more than one now (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. doing great but you got your mama there though Uh, uh, yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you mama (laughs) you ever notice the people who judge you the hardest don't have kids themselves oh listen trust me i'm sure i'll be horrible at it i'm not judging i'm just saying it's it's a two people thing i will say when i'm alone in the house and you know no one's there except, except my dog otis it's lonely I, well no. not only that i turn on all the lights at night <laughs> wow <I'm> scared <laughs> wow. I, mean, I break out i bet i have 57 night lights in my bedroom <laughs> it's like a, it's like one of those lighthouses Y'all are laughing like you don't understand, but you know it's true. I do the same thing. You were the only one laughing. They weren't laughing. That's what I'm saying. They weren't laughing. I don't laughing. do that. I, I do. Bad. I'll be glad to admit to you that when I hear a creak or a noise it's in the house, when it's no much there. scarier when yeah. no one's there. But I do not leave on all the lights in my house. Okay. I, I have a couple of night lights in like in the outside my bedroom that I can see laying yeah. in my bed. I can see the just the barely of the glow, but I can't have any light in my room. Okay, something you do differently when your husband or wife is away. They say they never make the bed. Bed. That's true. Yeah. And my bed is actually, it's a sleep number thing. Sleep number has an automatic making bed because every day I come yeah. home and it's made. <sighs> they say they sleep yeah. on the couch <laughs> when the uh, person's okay, away. No, don't do what? that. You, you fall asleep on the couch, you're watching TV or something. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to I go to TV bed. in my room if I want to. <laughs> All right. This is what people admitted they play way more video games. I would say that, except I play way more video games <laughs> when she's there. But the guys don't feel guilty. 
like if, if I hate to say this, but I don't feel guilty. But Tom, here's the thing: you act like you know everybody should, you know, live their life like you. I did not say that but, in but any. That's the way you even, act. No, you I didn't, didn't say it. I did not say that. I was saying I do that. Okay, but I but, know I'm an exception to the rule. A lot of guys, though, <laughs> their their wife gets mad at them for my wife games. gets mad at me. Move on, Hawk. Okay, so she gets mad at you. You don't care. You go ahead and play the video game. You can't change his mind. Okay. You clearly can't drink coffee when Kato's talking either. I'll spit all over my computer. <laughs> all right. Uh, but the guys play way more video games. Just to let you know, ladies, they're, like, they can pretend like they're doing stuff around the house <laughs> and getting some chores done. It's like, hey, did you clean up the garage while I was gone, honey, on the phone? Yeah, I'm getting to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that honey-do list. First up, play video games. Yeah. Check. Like, I have to save the world right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, i got more things to do. All right. The, the people admitted they pass way more gas when they're freely, <laughs> freely when their spouse is out of town. See, now my wife and I, uh, she'll go and watch TV, and I'm in my room, on our, our room, but she's not in it, uh, on the computer. So I, I gas the kids out all day long. <laughs> but we don't pass gas in front of yeah, each other. Yeah, But you're more free to do that, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very few times I can't. Like when she comes to bed at night, I got to quit. <laughs> I got to turn that valve off. That's tough, too. Yeah, okay. She says that when I'm sleeping, sometimes it opens back up. What's something... <laughs> Couples <laughs> admitted to do differently when the husband or wife is away. Walk around, brawless. I do that. I whether don't it's care if he's there or not. Oh what? wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> Tom. What? Okay, I walk around brawless a lot. Well, anyway. you, well you you don't have you you're free oh, in that area. Fine. But right. I'm just saying it's. But, they complain. But do you know what? <laughs> My mom, she talks about that all the time. She gets upset because the doorbell ring or some handyman will come. I didn't have my bra on. And <laughs> he came and knocked. He was the, the grass guy the other day mowing the grass. <laughs> He's like, I didn't have my bra on. I'm like, Mom, I can't even tell when you don't have your bra. <laughs> yeah. Listen, underwire was made by the devil. So y'all would get it. If you had to wear bras, you would get it. I just don't know why his mom cares. It's like throw it on a sweater or have a jacket by the door if you need to, but just open the door. <laughs> or at least pull your pants up, mama. <laughs> <laughs> or just throw a bra on the outside of your shirt. You might get a discount on your grass. You <laughs> <laughs> might. Yeah. Wow, uh, that would be something to see. It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I know I have female friends that they literally will come off from work and they'll take their bra off. That's, yeah, like their shoes. Yeah, and so they I don't mean, care at that point. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's off for the weekend and they don't care who comes in and who, who goes. I know some that loosen them on their way home from work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't wear one today. We can tell. We, you, well, you told us that already. <laughs> yeah. you, okay. Yeah, I was talking about at home before. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is a cup, y'all. Hey. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. I'm going to talk to you about something that you may or may not have heard of before. It's called a moonshot. A moonshot. Are you familiar with moonshots? There's two of them that I know of. Okay, I'm scared that I brought this up now. Is it related to moonshine? No. I know him. You got moonshine shots. That, you know, everybody takes a shot of moonshine. Okay? That's not it. And then you got the one where it's like, hey, hey, buddy, look over here. And then you show them your moon. Okay. That's a moonshot, and they got a shot of your moon. What, well, do, you, what do you mean? Your fanny. You I'm going to teach you a third fanny. thing. You oh pull your pants down. I don't down really get it. Okay. And then Hawk you spank it show. on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Why you a moonshot is a radical or left field technology that could bring sweeping <laughs> changes to our lives and help tackle global challenges. 
a lot of times they start off as something that seems like it's a little bit out there in left field, but they end up radically changing our lives. Okay, I still don't get followed. So well. Okay, well, let me give you some examples okay. then. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, these are six of the moonshot technologies that they are working on right now. Okay. We'll start with one of the more exciting ones. Mm-hmm. This already sounds exciting. Immortality. He's been re- reading his science magazine. Leave him <laughs> alone. Immortality. Okay. Traditional a- traditionally, aging has not been viewed as a treatable disease, but this is beginning to change. Mm-hmm. Researchers are beginning to discover what causes cells to die and what's possible to make humans live longer. A life expectancy we mentioned the other day of 150 years, oh. and they are working on trying to get humans to live to 500 years old. No, thanks. That's way too old. What am I going to do with 500 years on this planet? There's a lot of Netflix. (laughs) Not that much. You think our government's going to allow that? Well, they already (laughs) think seniors are a a burden to our society, which is a shame that the government thinks that. Well, but really, they make you work longer and longer now, so they just have you working longer. It's in the Bible, too. When they start messing with DNA and all that stuff, it's like it's in the times. Where? Is that when the locusts come? It talks up. about DNA in the Bible. Well, not DNA, but it's That's in a roundabout way. But it's, it's in, in there. In the Bible, they lived well, that long changing. naturally. Yikes. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you're just getting it back to where it was. But, well, Mr. Fancy Pants, go do the research. And you're the you one over here it. trying to poo-poo on this moonshot. All right, another moonshot, holograms. We mostly know them as a way to bring a deceased performer back to life. Freaky. But (laughs) they say that in the future, holograms are going to get really good. And you'll pretty much, let's say you need to have a meeting with some colleagues in Bulgaria and Australia and Brazil. They'll be there at the table with you, and it will almost be indistinguishable from really having them sit across the table from you. Or I just don't want to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, A hologram to scoot in here. What's wrong with Zoom? Well, this is Zoom on steroids because it's going to be like you're all in the room together. Because there's a lot of stuff you can do on Zoom that you can't do if they were actually in the room with you. Zoom, you still have to wear makeup. If it's a hologram, I assume I can make myself look much better. Be a little taller or whatever else. (laughs) You know what's what's creepy? is Have you seen the TikTok of Abraham Lincoln and they bring his photo to life? Mm -hmm. And he's smiling and all that stuff. It's creepy. It's creepy. And think about, we already are totally comfortable with, like the other day, Hawk and I did a video on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and we were kind of parodying the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. That wasn't real? And so Tori (laughs) put something filter on us it makes us look like 20 years younger yeah and people that's normal now is just to change a video of yourself to look different i do want to go on record and say i'm real sorry hawk because it made it look like you had bronzer on your i know i said we don't need filters and a lot of girls say hey you know be a friend use a filter i don't want a filter (laughs) i would like one but not one that strong filters are just a lie sorry well that's where the future will be everyone's gonna if if you ever watch the movie ready player one Uh -uh. the girl on there she's like this really pretty girl in the like cyber world but in real life she has this port wine stain on her face that kind of a birthmark thing which honestly doesn't make her less attractive but that was their way to make her imperfect in the real world and perfect in the cyber world 
I just feel like nobody really asked for this. All I ever asked for was that thing that Miss Jetson had where she walked or like she got on the conveyor belt and went through the little room and then she came out on the other side totally ready. That's a cartoon. That's all I want in life. I don't need to be a hologram. I need somebody else to get me ready. Let me stop you right there. I think we need another moonshot, Tom. We do for that (laughs) one. (laughs) Moonshine. All right. Next gen batteries. Yeah. Right now we're building all these electric cars and those batteries aren't particularly environmentally friendly. They're going to have to be stored or destroyed somehow without ruining our entire earth how about those lithium batteries that's what i'm talking about so those are the ones that last forever no they're the Mm -hmm. ones that can can go bad and you're gonna end up having to figure out lithium's a pretty nasty chemical are these electric cars really worth it i mean you still got to plug them into electricity yeah but you're going there we're going And you also get electricity from things like nuclear power plants and other clean energy imagine Mm -hmm. the shock you get with those electric cars (laughs) you know when you put your hand you know when, when they have the the weather's bad and you get shocked and you it's yeah. no different. It's okay. And you stick your tongue to the battery? <laughs> yeah, just to see you if check it's still it. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny to watch. Yeah. All right, carbon capture and storage. That's where these companies pay so that they can pollute, but then they take someone else's pollution and bottle it up into a bottle and say, look, we're neutral. Yeah. That's going to be big business. And finally, 6G. We're just now getting 5G. 6G is going to be so powerful that we'll actually be able to solve problems and have all of our devices and other people's devices communicating with each other I all don't the want time. That. You say that, but I it's going to become a part of people's daily life. And it'll be to the point where you'll go to the dentist and the next appointment will automatically be put into your reminders and all of your device. You don't even have to ask. Them. You won't have to ask. Yeah. You'll just get a notification saying Thursday you have a dentist appointment because they did all of that. But I ain't available Thursday. That they <laughs> already checked your schedule to make sure you were. <laughs> Good grief. Yes. Okay. So it's going to be, it's going to be, you say that, but you might not, not but, but most choice. new people, young people growing up will, and it will totally change you from having to remember or keep up with anything. I just changed our home search criteria. I'm looking for a home with a bunker if anybody has one. Wow. Just from this. You ever, yeah. Th- you ever think scary. about all that brain space you have that you used to use remembering people's phone numbers? Yeah. Right. What, what did I do with that? One Passwords. That, it's gone now. Yeah, passwords. Is it? Oh, so that so it take take yeah. up the space. But I think it sounds like we're just going to be zombies walking around. Yeah. In a daze until our our phone beeps to remind us we have a dentist appointment. Walking around. <laughs> really? I don't think so. I'm going to be doing happy hour, whether I'm virtually there or not. I'll exactly. be there. Exactly. <laughs> they'll have a happy hour app for you. You yeah. don't even have to go there. <laughs> well, it's okay if they come to my house. Okay. Bring the bar. <laughs> it's going to change. You will. It'll happen. And you, just like the stuff we have now, our parents would have freaked if they had known about it 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, watch this. This is technology. I'm about to push a button and watch what happens. Ready? It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.